0: Hello, people of Earth, and hello, people of the New Japan pro wrestling fandom. I'm your good friend, Curtis Spears. One half of the International Wrestling Grand Prix, the Kings of Shorts, the Kings of Pod style, the Okada Shorts podcast. What to do? I'm here today to wrap up the final block nights of G133 with another Okada Shorts short, G-Wondering. Man, C&D, they... There were choices made, man, C and D, uh, there, there were choices made, uh, with these blocks. I'm gonna go ahead and give you a rundown. Mikey Nichols versus Tomohiro Ishii kicks off the final night of block action for the C block. If this is Tomohiro Ishii's final G1 match, it was a good one, but it wasn't a great one. Um, I was kind of hoping he'd go out on a little bit more of a bang. He didn't go out with a whimper. Uh, it just wasn't what you'd expect from Ishii. Although I think that this entire this entire G one's probably been what we can expect from Ishii from now on if he if he does continue with it. And uh, maybe that's unfair to expect more of him, but he's given us such a high level of competition over the years that at this point. Not expecting him to do that seems like it would be unfair to, it'd be unfair to keep him in the G1 if he's not going to be at that level. Do you know what I mean? It's unfair of us to expect it of him, but it's unfair of him to continue to be in that place if he can't perform at that level. I, I don't know. Maybe, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, they keep, they, they keep, Those spots in the G1, like, they keep referring to it as, like, (sighs) spots in the G1 are a premium. That's how they refer to it, you know, oh, this guy's not good enough to be in the G1 next year if he's not, you know, at, at 500 or whatever. But, like, Ishii didn't have a great G1. He had some great matches, some truly great matches. And it would be a shame to lose it to lose those matches from the G1 next year. But overall, would it be better to put someone else in there, like putting putting a Yuya Uemura if he comes back, um, if we have to you know, take him out to put in uh, another AEW talent or an impact talent? It might just be a better option. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a nice way to say it. Uh, Second match, Hinare versus Tama Tonga. These two have a great mix. Tama's high-impact style and Hinare's hard-hitting style are pretty awesome together. This one, it had me in the closing stretch a couple of times. I didn't know which move would be the finish and right until it finished. Hinare loses to Tama Tonga in 14 minutes and 30 seconds. I mean... Really good, hard hitting match. Um, it's, it's nothing you'd write home about, but if you're a fan of either of these guys and I'm a fan of both, pretty fun. Um, Hinari ends with four points. Tamatanga ends with nine points. Next match, uh, Eddie Kingston versus David Finley. This is a war. Finley, <sighs> Finley wins with the Into Oblivion and advances to the quarterfinals with 10 points. Eddie Kingston ending with eight points Finley versus Osprey in the quarterfinals that's a thing Finley talking trash to Osprey on the way out of the ring and it pissed my wife off till she started yelling at the TV defending will Osprey you know he's like oh will I'm coming for you buddy and she's <laughs> Four foot ten, fucking four. Oh, she says four eleven, but I think that's when she's wearing boots. She says, she says, you son of a bitch, you got nothing on Osprey, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, like that was pretty funny. Finally, if Shingo beats Evil, we get a play in with Shingo versus Tamatanga because they ended both at nine points and Tamatanga beat Shingo, or I'm sorry, Tamatanga and Shingo tied in their block match so it would be a play-in match which sounds amazing let's see what happens <sighs> Evil wins 17 minutes and 40 seconds with the Evil and advances to the quarterfinals with 10 points over Shingo um, now this was the best Evil match I've ever seen it's a low bar to clear that's for sure but the crowd being out of their minds was great uh, I wish the crowds could have done that during Evil's title reign um, they kind of tease a hair versus hair match maybe for Shingo and evil um, evil versus Sonata in the quarterfinals. Rafe put that evil into the world and it fucking happened because I am the chewy center of pain in this Snickers bar of fucking New Japan fandom. <laughs> I, I recognize that people hate evil. He's the biggest bad guy in all of Japan. I recognize that people love Sonata. You know, he's handsome and things like that. Sonata, I'm going to go for a second. He's the Randy Orton of New Japan. I haven't really, I've I've thought about this. I haven't really said it on the podcast before. I ran it past Rafe and he seemed to kind of giggle at it. So the, the, the way that I view Randy Orton is that he plays down to his competition and Rafe kind of hit on this. Randall Keith, what he'll do is if he's in the, if he's in the ring with someone like Seth Rollins, he can fucking go. If he's in the ring with someone like Kofi Kingston, he can fucking go. If he's in the ring with something like Kane, it's a shit show. Okay. Because he plays down to his competition. He cannot carry anyone to a good match. He can be carried to great matches like Sonata. Sonata can't do it, man. Sonata can't make anyone. Sonata can't make anyone look better than they already are. That's just what it is. Like, if someone's good, they're gonna look good with Sonata. If someone's great, they're gonna look great with Sonata. If someone is a fucking wanker, if someone fucking sucks, they're going to fucking suck next to Sonata. Like, I mean, you could take Okada and Okada could wrestle a broom and make it look like a three-star match. You could take Naito and Naito could carry someone to greatness. If he really put his heart into it, Tanahashi elevates everyone. Sonata plays down to his competition. So, I'm not looking forward to that. Let's go on to the D block night, the final night Coglin versus Yano. Oh man. Gabe attacks Yano in the aisle and the war dogs proceed to beat wholesale ass. I love it. Yano gets pissed. He gets to be evil. He gets to be, um sadistic Yano again, which is fucking wild. I wrote, <laughs> there's a note that says, has the bell even rung? No, there's the bell. Um, Sadistic Yano puts Gabe through a table. He grabs a pair of fucking scissors, but a belt shot and a jackhammer is all that she wrote. That was so much fucking fun. That match was awesome. Again, I'm going to say it, The war dogs, like the war dogs are a better house of torture than house of torture. Um, next up. Oh, sorry. Uh, so Alex Coglin ends with six points. Yano ends with four next up Jeff Cobb versus Shane haste. Shane haste is so impressive, man. I want to see what haste could come up with for a KOPW match. Um, Cobb's power is truly awesome, but haste has so much power too. He does an apron bomb on Cobb and haste starts playing for the draw. So after 11 minutes and 10 seconds, we get a double count out and it's a win. And you're in for Zach. Can Zach finally make it out of the block? Cobb starts wrecking shit at ringside. Okan has to come off comms and try and calm his down, calm down his bro. Cobb's going to fuck shit up for the rest of this year. And I can't wait to see it. I Cobb is going to fucking murder someone this year. It's going to be amazing. He's going to, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with on the back end of 2023. Fucking hear me now and believe me later. Uh, Next up. Zach versus Goto. Uh, I don't think this one was ever in doubt. I mean, Goto, he just doesn't have what it takes to what it takes to beat Zach anymore. like he did when Zach was first starting out, but Zach is so confident. he knows how to beat Goto, especially an injured Godo. Goto's got injured ribs and things like that. like that's just fucking meat to the to the dogs for Zach. uh, and he and he ended it with uh 14 minutes and 30 seconds. With the new submission, when did they put all the Argos inside of Sainsburys? Which is hilarious. Um, I can let him know that was that was a <laughs> that was a COVID thing. They started shutting down Argos stores and putting them in Sainsbury. I work at Sainsburys; that's how I know. And I think that that was probably a secret shout out. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a COVID thing. Uh, they actually had the the. Argos stores start, like the actual physical brick-and-mortar stores getting shut down, moved into Sainsbury's, and then some of those Argos staff uh, that they didn't need anymore became Sainsbury staff. So there you go. Um, so Zach is through. Zach takes on Okada. How about that? Uh, final match. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Tetsuya Naito. 17 minutes and 54 seconds it takes... These guys start pulling out all the stops, man. Tana with an ace is high to the outside. Like a fucking man possessed. These guys roll it back to fucking 2017. It was amazing. And then Naito spikes Tanahashi with a Tornado DDT into a roll-up pin. It was gross. I know that afterwards he said that it wasn't. But if that was the final G1 match for Tanahashi, that was a great one. That was a match that's maybe it's not the best they've ever done, but for 2023, Naito and Tanahashi, they really made it feel like they weren't the broken down, you know, old men that people think they are. They made that one look good. Uh, Naito gets through. So it's Naito versus Hikaleo, Okada versus ZSJ, Finley versus Osprey, and what was the other one? What was the other one guys? Help me out here. Oh, Sonata versus evil. Oh, there's a reason I didn't remember that. Okay. So that's it. That's the final four. And this is the final episode of G wondering for the year. We'll see you back during G wondering for G one climax 34 next summer. When Rafe and I will go nuts, trying to just keep up with every night of action because we love you. And You know, we want to, we want to put out content for you because you're worth it. All right. So we will see you after the weekend when we have a brand new G1 champion. It'll be one of those eight men in the elite eight. Who's pulling for Hikaleo? Hmm? Uh, By the time this comes out, actually, it'll probably be. Now that I think about it, we'll probably already have, have it down to the final four or maybe even the final two. So maybe I need to, uh, just go ahead and say, how's your, how's your final, how's your final looking? How's your, how's your predictions game coming? Huh? How do you feel about it? I, I still feel like I could win the G1, uh, pickums with Tetsuya Naito. I think that Naito or Osprey are going to win this one. And I, I'm, I put my money on Naito already. I put my money on Naito months ago. So let's hope that investment pays off. Um, till then you'll hear the full wrap up afterwards. When we record again, a full episode of Wakata shorts, me and Rafe back together again for the first time in weeks to have fun. and, Maybe we'll even uh, have a couple of surprises on the way, huh? What do you think? Well, we love you. We appreciate you. And if you love and appreciate us and you want to hear more from us, you can check out my sister show, the Throw and Dice podcast, where I talk about uh, war gaming, tabletop role-playing games, uh, you know, painting and, and miniature hobbying. And you can hear more of from Rafe... With his sister show, the faces and feels cast, where he talks about, um, indie wrestling with indie wrestlers, gets to know who they are, really like digs in deep. It's not, it's an interview series, but it's more of a getting to know you and hearing your life story. It's, it's not like a, who's your favorite opponent? Um, you know, who's, uh, what, what do you have coming up? It's more like, you know, tell me why you feel this way. It's, it's a very deep dive and i fucking love it. You can really get to know a bunch of great people that way. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from our hot friends, you can check out the beautiful shows over at the count out podcasting network. I definitely recommend our friend Ryan's show ring post radio. Uh, you can also check out um, stardom road, which is great for if you want to listen to um, if you want to know more about the Joshi scene, which I adore. Um, we love, love, love Julia in this household. If you would like to help us out, you can check out Countout's Patreon, where just for five bucks a month, you can get extra content from all the great shows on the Countout Podcasting Network and help out a lot of cool podcasters do a lot of cool podcasting things. That's patreon.com slash countoutpod. If you don't have the money that it takes to give us gifts of money. And a lot of people don't. I completely understand that. What you can do for free is rate our show, subscribe to our show, like our shows, you know, share our content. um, You know, visit us on all the social medias that we're on uh, and just basically interact with us. Spread the good word. You know, this is, this is a fandom that is a portion of a portion of a portion and we want to grow it. So if you could rate and subscribe, listen or die, keep it right. Keep it tight. And for the final time, this G wondering, keep it short. (laughs) I'm not trying to do that. Guys, heard of the new show on the Out Network, the Itchy Bun Sweetcast? It's the brand new New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast starring the International Wrestling Grand Prix. That's me, your good friend Curtis Spears. And me, your bad friend Rafe Houston. And we're here to talk about everything New Japan Pro Wrestling reacting to everything, getting worked up, getting very happy, sometimes crying, kind of like like something else we used to do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was the old uh, Okada Shorts podcast, right? Ah, that's right. And if you love that show, you're going to love this show because it's exactly the same show. Yeah, we just had to change the name. Yeah, we, we did. But you can check it everywhere on a social media handle that we haven't made yet. <laughs> yeah, we're really new to this. So <laughs> what you can do is search on your favorite podcast catcher of choice, look for the itchy bond sweet cast sweet cast itchy bond this has been a count out podcast